listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN Tan Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center and beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place. And you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. I'm thinking we should cut the blue wire. Hey, wait! What? That's not what I'm thinking. What, do you think maybe the red? No, no. I'm, I'm thinking that it's eight minutes and 42 seconds. We can go upstairs, wait for the bomb squad, and have a cappuccino. I'm cutting the red wire, okay? Help! Oh! What? A minute ago, you said blue! Oh. <laughs> Nearly a catastrophe, huh? I'm cutting the wire. Snip. See? All done. Roger. Yeah. Grab the cat. Grab the cat. They're back. Lethal Weapon 3. Hey, we're looking for a friend of yours named Travis. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Never? Wrong answer, wrong answer. Wait, right. wait, I'll leave my car here and I'll come with you. No, you're not coming with us. Yes, I am. I don't take my car now. No, you're yes, not. Yes, I am. I can't believe you did that. I got a spear in the trunk. I'll fix you. Tell my partners. I can't believe they did that. Please, please. I want you to see something, Rod. She has a gift. Watch this. Hey, you okay, honey? I just break. Hey, Riggs, it's five of them, man. Yeah, I know. My girl, I never made it with another sergeant before. Shut up, Riggs. Hello, car 54, where are you? The only thing they do contribute is mayhem and chaos. No, I'm chaos and he's mayhem. the right to remain unconscious. Anything you say ain't gonna be much. Back to bed. Back to bed. Yo, maniacs, Hulk Hogan here, the greatest of all times, and I want to let you know you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars and what you're gonna do when they run wild on you, brother. Send the way back machine. Yes, sir. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Running the computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you miss any of our past shows, don't forget to check out Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the archive page. And you can listen to all 370-plus shows. Good evening, Tommy. How are you? Hey. I'm doing very well, Robert. Yourself? <laughs> Pretty good. Are you excited? This weekend, the Clearwater Superboat Race is in our own backyard. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. 
So this is a pre-Superboat race show. We do this every year. We usually do a pre-race show and a post-race show, and we've always got some exciting people coming on, generally the racers. And this evening, we are not short of racers again and PR people from the Superboat International Racing Organization. So anyway, now here's what we're going to do. I'm going to hurry this along because we have three guests coming on. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the Florida Car Show Minute, and then we're going to be doing a giveaway tonight. Now, here's what I have tonight. And if you checked our Facebook page, I have two, not one, but two VIP passes for this weekend's Clearwater Superboat International National Championships. Okay, so I'm going to give you a question. Yes, I know. You're all going to run your computers and you're going to Google it, okay? So, but before I give you the question, I'm going to tell you what's going on here in the next week. So besides this weekend, the Clearwater Superboat race is right here in our own backyard in downtown Clearwater. Friday night, the parade and the VIP party dinner, okay? Friday, 5.30, the parade starts. Sharp, downtown Clearwater. Bring all your friends, okay? Saturday, test and tune. Everybody's hanging out. And down at the Baystar Village, food, food, and more food, Okay. Courtesy of our good friend Frank Chavez, who's one of the co-promoters of the Clearwater Superboat Races, and Baystar Restaurants, okay? And then Sunday, Sunday's the big day, Sunday on Clearwater Beach. Not one, not two, but I believe three races. So tune in the rest of the evening. We will have all the highlights coming up for you, okay? Uh, Festivals of Speed, their first event in Atlanta, takes place in two weeks, and that should be a lot of fun. Also this weekend, if you happen to be in Atlanta this weekend, is the second annual Atlanta Concourse. That's taking place. Now, here's a side note. If you happen to like these little eco-freako little wind-up little toy cars, um, believe it or not, I think this week or next week, sometime here in the next couple of 48 to 72 hours, is National Electric Car Week. Oh, boy. Yes, I'm excited over that one. Yeah, yeah. National Electric Car Week. I still haven't bought into that. In fact, I probably should have Lauren Fix on good friend of ours from Detroit. She's probably the foremost lady journalist in the automotive world right now. And her and I are both unfans, unfans of electric cars. So, and it really stems from just the, the publicity around it. You know, if they would handle it kind of a different way, it'd be one thing, but you know, not, not like it's going to be the be all end all. And it's going to do away the internal combustion engine. That's why it's mortal enemies to us. Anyway. Okay. And then in a couple of weeks in Orlando, I mean, in uh, Lakeland, we have the Lake Mirror Classic. All right, that's brought to you by the uh, Mid-Florida Credit Union. And also in the middle of next month, okay, October, that is the Formula One race at the Circuits of America. That takes place. Okay, we're looking forward to that. The big event, November, is SEMA, obviously. We're going to be probably at a SEMA. So if you want to find out more about what's going on, major events, be sure to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Go to the events page because it's updated Always, all right? And if you want to find out where all the car shows are in the state of Florida, be sure and check out floridacarshows.com, flcarshows.com. Now, why don't you go fire up the little da-da-da-da-da. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the seventh caller. Here's the number, 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000, or one 866 826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. You have to know the answer to this question. You can call anytime during the show. All right? And uh, we're keeping track of all the phone calls. And, yes, sometimes before I even give out the question, I got people calling in. Okay, but here's the question. What year was the very first offshore powerboat race in the United States of America and in what state? So that's a two-part question. What year? I'll make it a three-part question. What was the name of the racing, the original racing association for uh, offshore boats, power boats? I just gave you part of the clue. And what year and in what state did the first recorded? Now, there's not a lot of history on it because I didn't find that, but I was able to narrow this down. All right. I will give you a hint. The very first offshore power boat race took place in Europe between England and So the southeast of England and south of France, Calais, France. Okay, so that was in the turn of the century sometime. Oh, that's a hint. All right, so again, number is 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340. And that is for a pair of VIP tickets to this weekend's Superboat International National Championship Boat Races right here in our own backyard in sparkling Clearwater, Florida. All right. 
I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. Since uh, Oh, yeah, don't forget to check out our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I think uh, Twitter is at NRC on air or NRC on air. I think that's it. And then uh, Instagram is Golf Show Motorsports. And Facebook is Nostalgic Radio and Cars and Golf Show Motorsports. Now, I'm going to have you throw that first song on the turntable there. And then he's going to go ahead and call our guest because we need to get our guest on the line. And uh, we will be right back. Now, here's a little Santana. Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years' experience with classic, vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years' experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340. Adam Ferrar from Top Gear, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Turn it up. Okay, we're back and tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I guess we have our first guest on the line. Okay, so like I said, guys, boys and girls, race fans, sports fans, yes, Superboat races, Clearwater Superboat races this weekend in downtown Clearwater. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening the marketing director for SBI, Superboat International, Roger Cox. Roger, how you doing, buddy? Robert, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. After all these years, about seven or eight years now, I finally have the opportunity to put you right where I want you, right in the hot seat, right here on my radio show. How about that? Uh, I'm not going to say I'm ready, but I'm ready. You're ready. Well, you know, in the past... I guess eight or nine years, I've seen you upstairs at the Holiday Inn, you know, doing the play-by-plays up there, and you guys do a fantastic job. So uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I I appreciate that. You know, we're we're uh, you know, Clearwater is is, uh, is is a great great place, and we like uh, like coming down there. And I'll tell you what, it's the reason it's such a unique and exciting venue is because we have our our dry pits down there in Coachman Park, and it doesn't take the boats. Uh, you know, very long to get out into the Gulf and the race course. And all the hotels are lined up, you know, the race course. And, uh, you know, there's there's been years and years and years of, uh, you know, 3,500, 4,000 spectator boats lining the race course. And it's probably the, the best spectator field of, of uh, you know, that we've ever had in, in offshore racing. So, you know, everyone loves coming to Clearwater. Super. Now, is the course laid out any different this year than it was last year, or is it about the same, the big giant oval, so to speak? No, it's it's, um, it's going to be the same. I mean, we uh, you know we basically have our uh, you know start finish line uh, you know by the Hilton. So, and once we uh, you know come out of the you know come out of the cut, we you know all the boats uh, you know go all the way up north and they get in the milling circle and and 
you know, get ready to get ready to race. And, you know, our big boats run, uh, you know, about 19 laps, about 76 miles. And, uh, you know, they come, you know, full bore, you know, blazing down the, you know, down the beach line right there in front of the pier. And once they get in front of the pier in the Hyatt, they make a, you know, make a U-turn and head back, you know, head back up north. And, um, you know, so it's, it's going to be all the same, but it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's a really nice racetrack based on the fact that the conditions, uh, can be flat one year and they can be super rough from Gulf waters. There's a lot of hotels. There's a, there's, you know, tens of thousands of people on the beach and there's tens of thousands of people on the spectator boat, you know, on the fleet that runs about two and a half miles long that you can literally almost step from boat to boat to boat all the way down. So, uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, the premier event to be at. Now, let me ask you this. You talked about that, which, which I have to agree. I think Clearwater beach really, uh, there's probably, no bad vantage point because whether you're in one of the hotels, whether you're on the beach or whether you're out in the water, you can see the entire course. Now compare that. Let's just jump over the East coast. Let's just look at Cocoa beach. Now. And I, I know you used to do races over there. How does that, that venue compare to Clearwater? Uh, you know, I mean, we, we still do. We, uh, you know, Cocoa beach is a I mean, great venue for us. I mean, we, we love, you know, we love, you know, central and South Florida. I mean, we, we, we start in Cocoa beach, have a fantastic race, you know, from, uh, you know, from their pier, two and a half miles south and, and back, you know, to Coconuts and, and back. So they have a great, you know, great venue. They're, they're on the Atlantic side. So they, uh, they have a little bit, uh, you know, choppier conditions. So their spectator fleet, uh, is, is uh, you know, is, is suspect to the fact that there's, you know, two and three and four and five foot seas out there. So that's, <laughs> you know, a, a, a lot rougher. And then get towards the end of our year, you know, which is our national championships, you know, we come to Clearwater, uh, we're on the Gulf side, and, you know, no guarantees over there, and most of our race teams like, you know, choppy, heavy water, I mean, because that really separates everybody, um, and that's just, you know, a marquee event, and then, as you know, we, we end up, uh, you know, six weeks later down in uh, uh, Key West, you know, for the world championships, and, you know, that particular racetrack itself is, is a combination of events. I mean, it's a it's a flatter, you know, uh, track in, in the uh, horse, you know, in the horseshoe uh, turn in the harbor. But then once you go out to turn one and and uh, and turn left, you know, once you get over that, uh, you know, you know that wall as they call it out there, and those, you know, seas can be, you know, three to fives and, and more. Uh, you know, they have changing conditions out there, so. You know, it's, it's always great to run in the different tracks in uh, in Central and South Florida. Okay, cool. Now, how many classes you got running uh, in Clearwater this year? We got what six, seven classes, something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, we have uh, seven classes, and uh, we, you know, this is, you know, I'll, I'll say that, uh, you know, once, you know, you know, it's been a very challenging year for so many people across the uh, South and and uh, and Florida from uh, from Hurricane Harvey to. You know, Hurricane Irma that uh, you know affected millions and millions of people, and uh, you know all of our you know uh, you know teams you know were very heartfelt for all those uh, affected by you know Hurricane Harvey. And then, gosh, it wasn't very long that uh, you know that it affected um, so many people you know in Florida with with Hurricane Irma, and it was just uh, you know what a what a unbelievable you know season you know hurricane season and what an unbelievable year for you know just uh you know catastrophic events on uh, on the United States but I would say that um, you know so many people are excited to you know to be in Clearwater and and uh, you know we have probably a record turnout you know for the number of boats you know coming to uh, Clearwater with uh, you know, with 37 boats and it wasn't but about three weeks ago that um, obviously all of the, you know, Hurricane Irma and everything was happening. And, uh, you know, we got a phone call from, you know, Frank Chavez, you know, the, the local producer there, you know, for the Clearwater event. And he called, uh, you know, Superboat and he said, you know, we're ready. We're going to have this race. And as we said to him, there's so much uncertainty, you know, Clearwater didn't have power. There were so many problems going on around South Florida and Central Florida. And, you know, he's like, you know, we, we know that we're trying to take care of each, you know, particular situation, you know, one at a time. 
but everybody over here wants, you know, this race to happen. And, you know, the, the, the hotels, the community, the township, everybody wanted it to happen. And, um, you know, all of our trailers and equipment is in South Florida, excuse me, in, in the lower keys where it's getting wrecked by the hurricane. We have people that, um, you know, are, are, uh, you know, obviously, uh, washed out of their homes and, you know, as the staff members and people that are dispersed all around, you know, central and South Florida and in the United States, because I'm not in South, you know, Florida, I'm in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, everyone called in and says, we're in. And all the people in Marathon Key, that's our race, you know, our course marshal, never said, listen, we're, we're going house to house saving people right now, but we will be in Clearwater in two weeks. And, uh, you know, after Frank's call and everyone supporting that, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a waterfall of support for making sure that we all got to Clearwater. Well, we are very glad and very thankful. We look forward to this event. Uh, I, myself, am a huge boat fan. And uh, I think it's great publicity for SBI, and I think it's super publicity for the city of Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. So we want to thank you guys for all your efforts and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, kudos to Frank, you know, because Frank pulls a lot of strings and gets his stuff done. So that's great. So yeah, I'm sorry, does he mean to step on you there? He's, uh, you know, he's he, he's definitely very, uh, you know, very much behind us to really make sure that, um, you know, the you know the the community and everyone is uh, you know has the opportunity to you know have that same spirit because right now it's all about uh, you know the you know spirit of America spirit of South Florida spirit of you know uh, everybody trying to get together to make things happen and there's a lot of events you know taking place you know during uh, you know uh, the national championships this week and so you know it's, it's um, I think it's really hopefully hopefully it's good for everybody and, and no doubt it's a heartfelt feeling for all those people that are. Um, with either out power, you know, displaced out of their homes, still flooded out. And so everyone's very cognizant of that still. Well, I think, too, you know, that uh, that this will kind of take people, in our area at least, this will take people's minds off it a little bit. So we're, we're thankful for that. Now let's talk about the boats now. The largest class is what? Superboat in terms of competition mm-hmm. and participation? Yeah, you got the Superboat super Unlimited. Superboat uh, Unlimited, okay. Is, yeah, they're, they're the... Um, biggest you know class of uh of, of boats and they're basically that whole whole thing of you know run what you brung and uh, we're going to have four or five of those you know in that class and those are you know those could be up to 52 foot or whatever and that's uh you know the wake of text boats those guys are out of uh, you know lake of the Oz- lake of the ozarks and, mm-hmm. and you know rusty romney you know he's been having a great season you know lead, leading the pack and he's uh I can't say a rookie because he's he's super experienced. He knows boats. He's got a boat dealership, so you know, new to Superboat on year two, but uh, surely um, you know, Noel's Bar. He's he's uh, he's you know he's taking it from there. But you know, Performance Boat Center. They're the leaders, you know, in the Superboat class, and there's uh, that's going to be a great turnout. That's going to be six or seven boats, and that's um, you know the uh, I would say the premier you know stock class of boat racing meeting for that the NASCAR stock class of racing meeting. It's the uh, you know top class, the fastest class and all the motors, all the boats are the same. Everyone tries to come in on equal footing and uh, you know the boats are inspected, you know, before testing, after testing, before race day, and that's when everyone, you know, wants to, you know, watch that, uh, you know, those two kinds of classes on, you know, on the at the end of the day on on Sunday. And you've got your Superboat Extremes, which are those V-bottoms, and the Superboat V, uh, you know, the smaller smaller Vs and the stock class, and you've got, uh, you know, the production threes and fours. So, you know, we've got, you know, 37 teams or more, uh, you know, have answered within basically two weeks to say that they're going to come to Clearwater. And, you know, that, that, that's epic. You know, I mean, just from the standpoint that no one knew if clear water was going to happen, and we basically have one of the largest fleets uh, in offshore racing series, and in clear water come and make it happen. You know, after uh, after the you know Hurricane Irma and here at this last minute. Wow, that's super. That's super. Now, what are the party? What other events are going on? So Friday night uh, we have the parade, and then we have the uh, VIP party. Yeah. And yeah, then. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, Again, apologize uh, apologize for that, but you know the, the the race village, you know down there in Coachman Park, mm-hmm. 
uh, gets you know gets rolling early in the morning, and and uh, if uh, you know if if people live in the surrounding 50 miles, that's the best opportunity to, to come down to Coachman Park, right there on the water, uh, and uh, you know in the parking lot and see all the boats that are on trailers and see all the teams. Um, the drivers and the throttle, everyone's really, that's a great day on Friday coming in because everyone's getting their equipment set up and, you know, the opportunity to, to see uh, drivers and throttle men and, and all that. And then that night, um, we have a boat parade, you know, downtown block party at 630, you know, down there, uh, you know, in, in downtown, downtown Clearwater that goes from 630 to 10 and then the you know, Baystar Superboat uh, VIP party, you know, sort of comes together once the block party starting to roll between 6.30 and 9.30. And I know that there's uh, places on the beach, Shepherds, as a as a great kickoff party, you know, that night. And then Saturday, Saturday is sort of, uh, uh, not selfishly speaking, but a little bit of a day for us. We get our boats out there on the water and start uh, testing our equipment. But, uh, you know, the race village is open early in the morning. Block parties open, and then you know teams practice. Uh, usually, you know from uh, you know noon n- noon to five. It just depends on once the cranes are there. There's obviously huge cranes. They lift the boats in the water unless you're a ramping, you know, kind of boat. But everybody goes individually out on uh, out in the Gulf and tests their own equipment uh, on their own for the rules of the road. So there's no course set up. Uh, they race back. Uh, you know. We get to the channel. They obviously follow the Coast Guard rules of uh, making sure they're off playing in the proper spots. Get back, change their props, make changes, and then go back out again, as um, you know, as they uh, want to do to see what their equipment's like. And then, uh, you know, obviously for 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 the community, there's uh, you know still parties and event. I think Tony's, uh, you know, Pizza and Bars having a you know having an event that night. You know probably around six and then there's usually fireworks down there by the pier and then and then it seems as though that all the races come together on Sunday at twelve and one thirty and three. Wow. So that so they're gonna do what they did last year. They're gonna break it up into three events, which I think is a good idea. Yeah, I mean uh, the boat count is something that usually determines uh, our race schedule and how many races that we're gonna have and you know, we try to be very cognizant of uh, of uh, the local community not to start too early, um, but we have uh, Coast Guard permits to make sure that we have a window that we have to fall into uh, start a race and complete our race. And so the uh, the fact that we uh, have you know literally tens and thousands of people that go to the beach um, uh, to enjoy the beach, you know, Clearwater Beach, everyone loves the sugar sands, but you know there's. There's just as many people that go to the beach to uh, watch the races because you can get uh, on a local flight uh, from North Carolina to, to, to Tampa St. Pete, and people are on the plane saying, you know, hey, where are you going? We're going to boat races, and that's what everybody says on the airplane. So, you know, we make sure that it's, uh, you know, it's a full afternoon. So by the time that our, our boats leave, you know, the pits at 11.45, get into, uh, into the race course, which is way down there by the cut, you know, by the Hilton, before they go a couple miles north, get into the Million Circle, spend 15, 20 minutes, make sure the races, uh, racetrack's secure, you know, for manatee or, or, uh, or mammals or pearls, you know, because we, we do that in, in an hour in advance to make sure that uh, there's no wildlife. We're very you know, concerned about that. And then we race, you know, they, they continue on, but we race for three hours and let everybody have a good time. Super. Well, Roger, we're uh, just about up. Against the clock, and obviously we got, we got your good buddy Randy coming on a little bit, and Jake's on hold. So uh, why don't you give out hey, the? Hey, let's, keep, let's, let's keep Jake on hold for a while. He needs. To <laughs> why don't you give out the social media? Tell me, hello. Tell me. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, why don't you give out the social media information and all the uh, website information on the Superboat races? So if people want to find out where it is, the ones that don't know yet. Yeah, fantastic. We're uh, you know we're doing the live stream. Uh, this year, as we do every year, so mm-hmm. the easiest thing for all of your fans is go to superboat.com and uh, travel the website uh, forever, wh- wherever you want to go, and and uh, click on the live stream, click on the, the you know Facebook channel, Twitter channel, whatever it is, and uh, we we you know you know truly appreciate uh, every fan and community member 
you know, in uh, the Clearwater, Clearwater Beach, Tampa, St. Pete, Business St. Pete, everyone there because uh, they're very, you know, they're very uh, supportive of uh, of what we do. So we appreciate uh, them very much. Absolutely. Okay. Roderick, you take care. I'll see you this weekend. And uh, again, I want to thank right my on. special guest, Roderick Cox. He is the marketing director for Superboat International. Roderick, take care. I got Jake on the line there. So unless you want to stick around and say hi to Jake. Yeah. All right. Hey, what, 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 leave Roderick on. And what did? Oh, you got Randy on. Oh, okay. Well, got Randy on. Was All that right. Randy Spears? All yeah, right. Randy. All right. Well, anyway, hey, is Randy there? He's there. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Yeah, this I'm is, here. How you doing? Well, guess what? Yeah, welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, you're the th- owner and throttle man for the CRC Salt Terminator AutoNation 41-foot MTI. Did I say that right? Yep, you got it right. Okay, well, Roger, why don't you say hi to your buddy, uh, Randy? He's on the line here. Well, hey, uh, hey Randy, it's Roger Cox. I just got done uh, with about 15 minutes of uh, this broadcast, so I look forward to uh, seeing you down in Clearwater in a couple days. Great, Roderick. We're uh, looking forward to uh, competing this weekend, and uh, you know I think it's going to be a you know a great uh, great race and great venue as as always in Clearwater, one of my favorite places to race. Super. Yeah, fantastic. Well, good good hearing from you, Randy. I'll talk to you soon. And so, uh, Robert, I'm out of here. Okay, take care. Thanks for coming on, Randy. I mean, uh, yep. Roderick. <laughs> All right, Randy. Randy, don't leave yet, Randy. All right, so yep, tell us, you're out of South Florida, so you're uh, kind of like uh, you're like me. You're you're Floridian now. Yeah, I'm a Floridian. I'm originally from Canada, but I've been uh, been here since uh, 1977. So I guess I would uh, I consider myself a Floridian now. Okay, well, tell us and, a little bit uh, about yourself and how you got into boat racing. Well, it's actually quite interesting. I um, I uh, actually went back to Canada to the University of Toronto on a basketball scholarship. Make a long story short, one of my uh, one of my good friends was in the uh, the boat business and talked me into kind of opening up some boat dealerships for him up there and. Finished grad school, came down to Florida, went to work for a bank for about 45 minutes. Figured that wasn't really me, for me. And uh, just so happened to be that there was a uh, a new marina or a dealership facility in North Miami called Champion Marine being run by Richie Powers. Um, he's a you know, seven-time world champion, an 11-time national uh, champion uh, throttleman. He was driving the Team USA boat uh, with Don Johnson and Kurt Russell at the time, and you know, pretty impressive place. So, oh, wow. uh, you know, I kind of, uh, I, I had raced, uh, motocross for a lot of years, you know, when I was younger and my father was a car racer. So, uh, you know, racing's kind of in the blood and, uh, I took a liking to, you know, the offshore powerboat racing. I couldn't afford to do it or anything like that. But what I did is, uh, you know, I'd kind of volunteer and, you know, since that was a four seat, 50 foot, uh, revenge cat that they were running. And, you know, one time I got to sit in the back seat and, you know, watch pressures and take notes and, you know, it was just around it and, uh, you know, just learned about it and, um, you know, just kind of, you know, developed a, you know, a liking for the sport. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing sport and, uh, you know, fortunately I've been blessed and, and been able to, uh, start out with a, with a 30 foot motion cat with a couple outboards and in super stock class and, you know, kind of went into some bigger boats and, um, in 2011, this this current boat that I have, I, I really wanted a um, a full canopy boat with a state of the art safety cell. Uh, so uh, I had an opportunity to uh, partner with a guy from uh, Italy, his um, ex uh, Ferrari factory driver, and uh, we built this boat together and uh, been running it. Uh, I actually own it now. I bought him out. He moved back to Italy. So uh, you know, we've been running it under a few different names. Uh, you know, we're all depending on how our sponsors are and things like that, as we know in the, the boat racing business, not easy to get uh, sponsorship dollars. And this is a, uh, you know, it's a fairly tough and extremely competitive class right now in Superboat. Uh, you know, we go out there and uh, and race hard, and and uh, you know, we we've, we've always got a fast boat, and we just try to you know keep it together. We haven't had some of the best luck over the past years, but uh, you know, we're we're looking to uh, you know we're looking to do well here in Clearwater. Okay. Now you got a forty-one foot MTI. Now you're competing against, uh, and I'll just say Jake because Jake's coming on in a few minutes. Jake Noble, and they've got, I believe, yep. a thirty-eight skater. So your boat being, you know, like three feet longer, you got the same engine. I think you guys are running what seven fifty sealed engines. Is that what you're both running? Or yeah, we're we're all in the superboat class, and that's what I love about our classes. You know, there's a little bit of size difference. Um, although technically, my forty-one footer includes what we call a bustle on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
the running surface of my 41 MTI and Jake's 388 skater is very, very similar. Okay. So they're really a well-matched boat. And, um, you know, when his father was uh, running the previous steel boat, uh, I raced a lot against him um, when we were in the 525 class. And mm-hmm. we had a lot of great battles with his father and, and, and Grant. And, uh, you know, it's great to see Jake out there now, you know, carrying on the uh, the heritage and legacy of his father. And, uh, you know, he's learning the sport and he's getting, you know, every race that he does, he's getting faster and faster. So, uh, but it's, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's uh, we run with these guys uh, in our class. I mean, everybody runs, you know, 100% out as fast as they can all the time. Um, so you got to be on your game. You got to pick the right setup, you know, the right prop, the right balance on your boat. And, um, you know, have a little, little lady luck helps once in a while too. And, um, you know, go out there and compete. Randy, would it be fair to say now, so boat racing falls in the category of motorsports and I'm, I'm an ex sports car racer, but I'm come more of a club racer type kind of guy. And I, I never raced bikes, but I, I rode, I rode dirt bikes a lot. Um, not from a competition standpoint, but would it be fair to say that what's really unique about our world of motorsports there seems to be a lot of camaraderie, mainly because we're all jacking with motors, engines, wheels, gears, splines, chains, all kinds of stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, if we bust up or break down or something like that, there's always somebody there you can run to. Hey, look, can I borrow this? Can you help me out here? Can you do this? Can you do that? I don't see that in any other sport. I don't, I, I do see it, and it seems very prevalent in motorsports, the camaraderie. I mean, you know, this, that, is that fair? That That's that's very true. I think, um, I mean, listen, in, in any type of motorsports, we all share that that general passion for whether it's the speed, the motors, the sounds, the, the thrill, the adrenaline rush, whatever you want to call it, you know, and it, it's kind of like a brotherhood, you know, mm-hmm. just because I'm into boats doesn't mean that I don't watch NAR, NHRA all the time, NASCAR, and, uh, IndyCar and Formula One. And I mean, I always joke around with my friends. I said, you know, if it's burning some type of fossil fuel, I, I you know, I'll watch it on TV. I'll ride and drive it, whatever it takes. Um, you know, uh, and and that's just the way it is. And the, the camaraderie, I, I think, and the, the willing to, you know, I've loaned guys out drives, propellers, spacers. Um, but the one thing I will say as a racer, and you know, anybody out there who's raced, even when it's your best buddy, when that green flag drops, you know, you can be a gentleman, but you know, nobody's given up an inch here. Yeah, you know, game, we all are going out there for one reason and one reason only, and that's the win. Game on, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, and, you know, and it's interesting with our sport, you know, we have a lot of people that ask us, well, you know, you guys crash into, you got the whole ocean. I said, well, it doesn't always work that way. You know, we got the whole ocean, but we're all going to the same spot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at the same time, um, you know, these boats don't have brakes. You know, nope. you can't just, oh, let me just tap the brakes and let this guy go in front. It doesn't work that way. Um, visibility, it's a its a very, very challenging, you know, 10,000-pound, 1,500-plus horsepower machine to navigate at cl- close quarters and high speeds around that, you know, liquid racetrack that's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're the throttle guy, so you're throttling trim tabs, so, you know, you're you're very very important. People don't realize, you know, there's two drivers in it. One guy is the steering guy, which is the driver, and then you get the throttle and the trim tab guy. So you guys are equally as important, and you guys got to be in sync there, don't you? Yeah, you know, that's another you know very unique thing about our sport is you know you've got two guys in there that first of all you're you're entrusting each other with your lives, um, you know, and you're trying to work together as one team. You know, two sets of eyes, two brains, you know, and you're trying to navigate this machine, you know, around a race course. And, uh, I mean, listen, everybody's got their certain technique. And, you know, for me as the owner and the throttleman, um, you know, I always tell my driver, I say, listen, anything I say, you know, just I, I don't take it offensively because, you know, in the, in the, in the heat of battle, for lack of a better term, I mean, there's things that are happening very, very quickly. And, um, you know, what I see might not necessarily be what he sees. So you really have to communicate um, and you really have to trust, you know, 
your partner in the boat. And also, you know, you have to trust the boat itself. We push these machines, you know, to the limit every single time. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys ask me, well, you know, are you scared when you race? And I always joke with them. I said, if you're not scared to some extent, you're not going fast enough. (laughs) I think Mario Andretti actually said, made a quote to that effect somewhere. If you're not going fast, if you're not scared, you're not going fast enough. Fast enough. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and it's, it's like that in, I think it's just about any type of racing at a, at a high level, like with what we're doing here. But, uh, you know, it, it's a great sport. Clearwater is just a, an amazing venue. I just, I love the pit area, the people, the race course is phenomenal. You know, you got the beach there, obviously Clearwater, one of the best beaches in the country. Um, a lot of great fans and, um, you know, it's, it's nice for us as, um, you know, owners and, and, and racers to have people come out. And a lot of times they're there, you know, thanking us for, for being there, for coming to their town. And, you know, we take things like that for granted sometimes. Um, and that's a really, you know, a great thing to have that, uh, you know, we get to see the fans that come out and, you know, young and old that also share this same kind of passion. I mean, they, they could be sitting watching you know, football on Sunday, they could be doing something else, you know, and they've chosen to take, you know, their spare time and come out and enjoy and watch and be part of a sport, you know, that all of us that are out there really love. So um, that's something that, uh, you know, is, I think, important to every racer. And, and, you know, we love the fact that we can, you know, put on a show and, and, um, you know, have the fans, you know, really be able to watch something that's special. One more time, what's the name of your boat again? It's the, uh, it's number 33. Um, it's, uh, it's the Salt Terminator by CRC Industries and Auto Nation. Okay. And if people want to find out more about you, do you have like a Facebook following or anything like that? If they want to follow we you? We do, yeah. We've actually, um, you know, fbmarinegroup.com. We're, you know, we're a big boat dealership down here. We've got a facility in Pompano Beach, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. Uh-huh. Um, we do everything from small center consoles to big motor yachts and sport fish boats. Um, I've got about uh, 18 Mercury, Yamaha, and Volvo and Suzuki certified technicians that work for us. So we're, you know, we're we're not just racers on the water, but you know, this is our life. And this is what we do. Uh, my family. That's uh, I've started the business. We're in our 24th year, and um, you know, we offer a you know, one-stop facility. We've got many clients actually over in Clearwater, sold many boats over in that area in Tampa, St. Pete, and um, it's uh, so we've, we're we're constantly dealing with boats and and uh, water is a, a huge part of our life. It's a way of life. Well, Randy, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Look forward to meeting you this weekend. I think we've met before in the past, but uh, look forward to hanging out with you guys a little bit. I've got Jake Noble on the phone. And uh, so if you want to stick around for a minute, you can say hi to Jake because you guys are obviously in the same class. And uh, Jake, are you there? I want to welcome Jake Noble. He's the owner and driver for the Steel number 13 boat. Jake, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing today? Pretty good. I got uh, Randy. He's on the other line. So if you want to say hi to Randy, give him a, a special uh, competitor's... Uh... We lost Randy, Robert. We lost Randy? Oh, okay. All right. So Randy's not there anymore. So uh, no, we lost him? Uh-oh. So he might call back. Well, anyway. So Jake, tell us a little bit about the new steel boat. You got a new brand new boat. And I'll tell you what, I got to tell you, the graphics, the first time I saw that boat was two years ago. It was going down the interstate. It was on the back of a transporter. And I thought, what a wicked, 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 evil, bad-looking boat you got. It is really stunning. So you got to be proud of that boat. That's good-looking. And it looks very, very fierce. You know, for some reason, the way you did the graphics, it looks so low-profile and so fast. So how are you doing this year with it? Uh, doing very well. Uh, we're currently in third for the standings right now in points for the National uh, Championship. Excellent. Excellent. Uh-huh. And uh, yep. so now, how many races a year do you participate in? Um, this year, uh, well, this year's regular season was going to be four races, but we also participated in the uh, Sarasota race, so five total. Okay. Now, do you stay pretty much around the southeast, or do you go up north at some of the other SBI events? Um, yes, we go up north to the um, the Michigan City race and the uh, Menor race okay. in Ohio. 
All right. Now, those are basically rivers. So, you know, down here, we're talking open water. Up there, I believe that's rivers, right, if I'm correct on that? I'm one in Ohio and um, Michigan? Oh, it's up on the Great Lakes up there. Oh, on the Great Lakes. Okay, well, that's, okay, yeah. And uh, But the one, the, the oh, that's right, yeah, I forgot. Ohio has got a Great Lake right there, and so do, and obviously Lake Michigan. Duh. <laughs> And uh, now those waters, tell us about those waters. Are those waters, obviously they're very, very cold, but they're very, very choppy, aren't they, by comparison? Yes. Um, those waters are a little, like, they're a different kind of rough. Um, ocean water is more of an even swell. Um, it's almost more of a rhythm to it. And the lake water up there, when it starts to get to rough, it's more of a washing machine type chop. Mm-hmm. It just kind of comes from everywhere, I uh so does that? So by comparison, would it be fair to say that that kind of knocks you around a little bit? So you really got to be on your game, um, you know, in terms of. Well, it's pretty much up to you. But I guess your throttle guy, you keep him pretty busy if you got that uh, wash water sloshing around like that, knocking you. I mean, coming in from all directions. Basically, it's not like it's real predictable. Yeah, they definitely stay really busy. Uh, luckily, though, this year uh, we got very lucky, and both races were pretty calm for us. Okay. Now, the uh, boat that you got, you're based out of Orlando, Florida, and just so our listeners know, it's steel, as in steel saws and blowers and weed eaters and all that good stuff. So uh, you guys have the uh, Southeast Distributorship for steel products, and uh, which is one of my favorites. I have steel chainsaws and weed eaters and, and things of that nature. So uh, that's the big sponsor behind your boat, and it's in steel colors, which is orange and black and kind of a beige color, correct? The graphic? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, this boat, compared to the last boat, they did want to go with a little more of a low-profile look. It's a little more cut down. Um, and they wanted to do like a little bit of a darker look to it, just a mm-hmm. little more of a, I don't want to say an evil look, but yeah, a little bit darker. Well, with the, the black graphics. with the black stripe on it that you have in the front there, the way that kind of flares off, it just has kind of a sinister. How about a sinister look? That looks good. I like that sinister look. Yeah, too. there we go. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's great. Oh, I wish you the best of luck with it. Now, you've got, uh, you, so, so our listeners know, you basically have a 750-horsepower twin, 750-horsepower engines. And in your class, it's kind of like a form of spec racing. The engines are sealed, so everybody's pretty much even, right, as far as the engine yeah. and the horsepower? Okay. So what is, what are some of the, tell us about some of the tricks of the trade that you, you can do to your, engine, to your boat to make yourself a little bit more competitive. Um, when it comes down to the race, because we are also evenly matched between uh, boat size, weight, um, engine specs, um, the biggest advantage you have is um, your setup for the day. Okay. Um, what size props you want to go with, what pitch you go with, um, where, where, where you want to put your weight for different race conditions, you want to put it more up front or towards the back, um, and then it kind of just comes down to as driver and throttleman and how well they communicate inside the boat. Okay. Now, when you do when you go out on Saturday, it's testing and tuning basically for you guys. So that's basically the time that you spend set up. So you could have different water all throughout the day. So you might go out and set up for one style of race, let's just say. But in the afternoon, you might have a a chop. Now, your experience is setting the boats up. Come Sunday, again, the same thing could happen again. Do you kind of know by heart how to how to make a quick quick change to, to kind of set the boat up for the, the, the right kind of water that you have? A little bit. Um, the water changes so fast throughout the day, even from day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, the water conditions on Sunday, you know, probably won't be like they were on Saturday. Um, and even on Sunday morning, when you first go out and look at the water, you might think it's going to be a little calmer for that day, but, you know, it might rough, rough it up a little bit throughout the day. Um, so usually when we put our boat in the water, we'll bring you know, we'll bring a couple extra set of props with us, one size up, one size down, and maybe a little extra weight in case we want to make a last-minute adjustment or two. Um, we'll kind of talk to some of the guys that came off the first race and get some opinions from them. Okay. Um, Worst-case scenario, if something were to break, what could what could generally go bad? I mean, what you know, so tell us what, what parts would go bad um, in, in, in a, in a last-minute situation. Um, so far since I've been running, we've, uh, haven't had too many breakages. Luckily, we've, uh, kept the boat running pretty well. Um, but we've thrown a couple prop blades where one of the blades fly off the propeller. Um, 
So it's generally uh, not mechanical, but it would be in the lower end, lower units, basically, is where we have problem if you're going to have something. That or mechanical, uh, depending on how often you uh, maintain your motors and how often you do rebuild. Okay. Um, in Sarasota, we had one of our exhaust valves tick um, shut. We had a little motor issue with that. Took us out of the race. Okay. How costly is it to fix the engines? If you had to rebuild a complete uh, motor, what do they usually cost? It kind of varies depending on how intensive the rebuild is. A light rebuild can be anywhere from probably 15 to a full rebuild, probably 50 or so. Okay. Do you have to, since those are spec engines, do you have to send them back to Mercury Marine, or is it something you can do in-house? Uh, we get all of our engines from uh, Sterling Performance. Okay. They build uh, engines for, I think, a majority of the boats in our class. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're a very good motor. They're very, we, we haven't had really any problems with them. Uh, for as long as you've been running them. Now, are these motors fuel-injected or carbureted? Uh, carbureted. Oh, really? They are a uh, single carburetor, naturally aspirated, uh, about 10.5 to 1 compression, and we're governed to about 7,000 RPM. Wow. 7,000 uh, so RPM, yeah. It, yep, they, they tried to do it a little bit lower in the RPM just to go for a little more longevity, uh, to try to keep it a little more cost-effective for teams and sponsors. Okay. Well, Jake, we're just about up against the clock. Why don't you give out the social media information so people want to follow the Steel Boat? How do they go about doing that? Okay, we got a Facebook page at uh, Facebook or Steel Offshore Racing. And then we've also got a website at uh, steeloffshoreracing.com. Excellent. Well, I want to wish you the best of luck. And again, thank you very much for coming on the radio show this evening. I look forward to seeing you guys and hanging out with you guys. I might even be on your boat when you go do the downtown parade. So, uh I want to thank my special guest, Jake Noble. Jake, take care. I'll see you this weekend. In the meantime, all my listeners, don't forget, this weekend, the ninth annual Clearwater Superboat Races. Don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Follow us on Facebook. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WT.